Welcome to the Wellness for You podcast, a podcast devoted to helping you find what wellness means for you. I am your host, Alexis Musso, founder of the Houston, Texas wellness community, Wellness for You, as well as a chemical engineer, yoga instructor, and holistic health coach. I will be chatting with local and visiting health and wellness coaches, service providers, local business owners, entrepreneurs, experts, influencers, and on to educate and inspire you to live your most well life. Expect to learn both wellness and business tips as well as general lifestyle. Through this podcast, Wellness for Hugh brings you wellness for you wherever you are listening. All right. Today in the studio, we are chatting all things Reiki and energy healing with Carly Jackson. She is born and raised in Houston, Texas. After studying psychology and obtaining certifications in Reiki and health coaching, she started healing with Carly and began seeing clients full time. Slow but steady, she has built her clientele in spaces like the Beauty Bungalow, A New State of Being, and is officially moving into her very own space this November. I admire Carly's passion to help clients slow down to heal, find their soul's purpose, remove emotional blockages, and step into their power. She also hosts monthly sound baths to bring together and cultivate community wellness, which we love. Last but definitely not least, if you're looking to heal holistically, she also does some one-on-one health coaching to help you address the root cause of your health issues through mind, body, and spirit. Carly, you have a beautiful, calming energy that is so lovely and zen, and I can't wait to share more about you, your journey, and how you help Houston be more well through your unique field. So how are you feeling? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I'm feeling good. Thank you. So because you have such a unique field, we were thinking to start off with a mini card read for listeners. So do you want to tell us about that? Yes. So the tarot cards are something that I use in my practice. They are essentially, there's a lot of misconceptions around tarot, you know, like if you look in like popular media, you see like the crazy psychic lady, you know, telling you (laughs) all of these terrible things. Um, But that's really not what tarot is all about. It's really a way to kind of have a visual of what's going on energetically in your life. Mm. So I like to use tarot as an empowering tool Mm -hmm. to show you, you know, where there might be some blockages or obstacles that are keeping you from stepping into your most vibrant yeah your fullest potential so they're really like a self-reflection tool Mm -hmm. um they are picking up on energy as well so they're gonna kind of just tell you what's going on energetically so we're gonna do a little collective reading for all of our listeners to kind of get so you can get a little taste of tarot today. And, it's gonna, and is it going to apply for whenever they listen? Yes. So it's going to be whenever you listen to this, it's timeless. You know, whether you're listening to this a year after the episode comes out or a couple of days, yeah. whenever you're listening, you know, whatever messages. <laughs> whether it's a full moon or a new moon. Yes. Whatever is <laughs> Mercury, Mercury retrograde. retrograde. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. So whenever you're listening to this, just trust that you know, this message is for you. So just take what resonates, leave what doesn't. So we're gonna just check in here. Oh my God, I had a feeling I was gonna get this card. I don't know why. 
Nine of Swords. This is actually kind of uh, people get really stressed out when they see this card, but mm. it really talks about like the power of our thoughts and, you know, that thoughts really don't have any power over us mm-hmm. um, or sorry, negative thoughts don't have any power over us. And we can really transmute those thoughts to create something better for ourselves. So if you're listening to this, you might be a little bit stressed or overwhelmed, things keeping you up at night. Um, overthinking things, but um, really what this card talks about is really coming into awareness with your thoughts and not um, not giving them any power and um, transmuting those thoughts to support you in your growth. Let's draw some other cards to kind of get some, oh my goodness. <laughs> that one wanted to pop out. Okay, we have some really, I'm not gonna lie, some really interesting cards here. <laughs> Um, okay, so we have the Seven of Swords coming out and then the Five of Pentacles. So this is really talking about, you know, walking away from things that are no longer serving you um, and trusting that the experiences that aren't working out for you at this time is really an opportunity to step into your growth and expansion and evolution. Um, the Seven of Swords does talk about faith and it talks about to, you know, not really worrying about what other people think of you and definitely not sticking with the status quo as well. Um, so in combination with all of these cards, I feel like if you're listening to this, there's um, there's a lot of movement, there's a lot of change, there's a lot of shifts and a lot of uncertainty as well. So um, let's see kind of what, what the message is with all of that being said. Oh my God, the fool. Wow, this is so interesting. And I honestly feel like, you know, I know I said that this reading was timeless, but I actually do feel that this is an energy that a lot of people are struggling with, like right now in this present time of trusting in the unknown. And that's honestly like the hardest thing Mm -hmm. ever. Surrender Mm -hmm. and trusting in the unknown can feel really intimidating because we often, we have no idea what's in the unknown. So we fear, fear it all. So, Don't allow fear to get in the way of your path, get in the way of what's standing right in front of you. Have faith in yourself. And the beautiful thing about the unknown is, yeah, sure, it's scary and it's, you know, dark and there's a lot of uncertainty. But what if it ends up being like the best thing Mm. ever? What if the unknown Mm. has endless amounts of potential and opportunities and expansion for you. So whatever it is that you're afraid of doing, afraid of taking that leap, just do it. Mm. It could work out better than you could have ever imagined. Like what if it actually works out? What if it actually ends up being the best thing that you've ever done? So take some risk, (laughs) you know, don't take it so seriously. Walk away from the things that aren't serving you. Don't overthink it. Your thoughts don't have any power over you. I love that. That's well, the message for today. These are some, I'm not going to lie, these are some intense cards. So we're all going through it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we're all going through it. You know, I've heard that those messages a few times in the past mm-hmm. few weeks. We had a woman's dinner recently at one of our friend's houses, mm-hmm. and she wanted to kind of leave the field she was in and pursue mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a different field. But she has a little bit of fear around that and yeah. it's just around some starting and being putting herself out there yeah and so i really feel like that was meant for her so yeah. i'm gonna let her know to listen oh to this shout out to her yeah and then definitely i've been craving all the sound baths i've been coming to and in the sound baths which as you know like yours and Haley's, just about um i don't i'm trying to think like the automatic negative thoughts like the ants that we call them like yeah. remembering that your thoughts aren't facts yeah exactly 
but when you repeat them constantly, they sort of become your beliefs. And so, you know, whatever you said, like, don't let them have power over you and change them to what you really want to desire. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I'm such a that. believer that our thoughts do transmute a vibration. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a repeating thought that you're constantly ruminating over, you're going to attract in that energy in your life. And what's so wild about it is it's just a thought. You yeah. know, mm -hmm. it's like we can shift our thoughts. We can shift the way that we view life. Um, yeah, I think we we often have more power over our lives than we actually than we think. we really think. Yeah. I know, because I'm sure we could all say here, because I know I can, yeah. and think about some thoughts we've repeated to ourselves in the past, either Absolutely. it wasn't enough or whatever that was. And it's so not true, but you were letting, like I was letting myself think that or whatever your situation was that you were kept repeating to yourself. So Absolutely. such a good point. Yeah. So that was um, impactful. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was not expecting those intense cards to come out, but hey, they wanted to come out. So, um, so I guess to introduce how I met you, I heard about you when I was going to acupuncture at Accushan, which is now Temple. And I guess Dr. Sarah was telling me to come over to the beauty bungalow, which was about two blocks down. I was telling her all the wellness things I was getting into and interested in energy and Reiki, which I had never done. And she, I think, had gone to the owner of the Beauty Bungalow, but also mentioned you were there. And so when I looked into the website, I was like, I'm going to go check Carly out. And uh, had the opportunity to come to a session. Yeah. And it was amazing. And we did a card reading and a Reiki what I'm going to call massage. Yeah, it's an energetic massage. That's what I like to an call energetic it. energetic yeah. massage. And I just remember in the card reading, which I can share now, there were two things that stood out to me that happened. And that's when I was like, okay, I gotta go to Carly for my <laughs> annual card reading now. Yes. One was I was interested in sort of possibly leaving my job in some form or fashion, or I just wasn't completely happy. Mm -hmm. And you told me that in the next few months that I, I would in some way. Yeah. And I ended up getting promoted to corporate a few months later. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, I just needed a change because I was just getting, it was just getting to be a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I just thought that was crazy. I was like, well, I technically did leave. Yeah, yeah you did. <laughs> the role that I was in <laughs> for a different role that I absolutely love. Yeah. And then secondly, I was doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one health coaching, but I had just started sort of wellness for Hugh a few months before or something and was interested in bringing community back together. Like we've talked about a little bit and group activities and you were like I see more group activities in your future <laughs> yeah. and that literally ended up happening because I shifted from one-on-one -on -one clients to basically group events yeah and I just I kept resisting it for a little bit like tried to keep some of my studio jobs mm -hmm. but just kept getting called to the group events and finally I was just like I'm not gonna resist this anymore because yeah. I'm feeling the resistance yes and yeah and I crazy. remember like during your reading there was just so much expansion that was waiting mm. for you and it's really cool like to remember that and to see where you are today it's, it honestly blows my mind so <laughs> yeah but I think that's super cool it's crazy even though I read tarot it still blows my mind how Personally. accurate it can be mm. yeah so it's really powerful I love that so the second thing I guess we also met when we then did the eat to heal workshop with Haley mm -hmm. um so we're going to talk a little bit more about chakras but first just tell me I want to understand like how you got into all the energy what did you think you wanted to be when you grow up? You know, because I don't know that it was energy. And how did you get to where you are now? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you would have told me like 10 years ago that you're going to be an energy healer, I would have been like, what the heck is that? <laughs> so I, yeah, honestly, like 
going into college, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to help people in some capacity, but I just didn't know what that was going to look like. Like, I think I changed my major like five times. Mm. It was like business and then it was nutrition and then it was communications. And then I think kinesiology. And I finally, I know I graduated like a semester late because (laughs) I changed my major so many times. And eventually I landed on psychology because I was like, you know what? This is the only thing that like genuinely interests me. And I was like, I know I want to help people, so I'm going to land on psychology. I feel like that actually kind of supports you in what you do today. It totally does. It totally does. And I think at the time, I also had such an interest in learning about myself and about other Mm. people and, like, why people were the way that they were. And I'm like, look, I'm paying for a college degree. Might as well learn something that I'm interested in and Mm -hmm. go from there. (laughs) Definitely. So landed on psychology. Still had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, And then eventually my last semester of college, I was like, you know what? I feel like it's time to get my Reiki certification. I just felt really called to and then did that and the rest is history. history. How did you even hear about Reiki though? Because that's not like an everyday conversation. Yeah. (laughs) So my, yeah, I always say like Reiki found me. It was such a miracle that I came across this modality. So when I was 17, I was in a really dark place, 16, 17, Mm. just very depressed, had a lot of like mental health issues. I had a raging eating disorder that I was trying to recover from. I was just in a really dark place and being like 16, 17, I was very confused. I Mm. didn't know what was going on. I didn't understand like why I just felt so down. And it was just one of like the darkest moments in my life. And one of my former dance teachers, she actually came over one day and she was talking to my mom and she was like, well, I'm doing this thing called Reiki and I need people to practice on. Like, Hmm. I feel like it would really help Carly, like given everything that she's going through, would she be interested? And I just remember like, (laughs) she was telling me about it and I was just like, what the actual heck is this? Like, this is odd, but you know what? I'm so miserable. Like I will do anything. I was just Mm -hmm. desperate for some kind of a relief. So I finally was like, okay, like I'll do it. And I'm going to be honest, I was so like far gone that I didn't really remember a whole lot about my first session, but I just remember leaving and I was like, okay, I don't know what that did, but it did something. Like I feel a little bit of a difference. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm going to go back. I'm just going to go back. I'm just going to try this out. And so we worked together for months, week after week. And I was, I'm so grateful to her. Leilani, shout out to Leilani. She's my mentor to this day. Um, I consider her a second mom. Wow. Um, Yeah, it was such a miracle, such a blessing to have her in my life. And um, she practiced on me and I was like, kind of like her case study. I love that. I feel like she probably helps to clear some emotional blocks. 100%. We did a lot. It was probably the most transformative time in my life. I was introduced to this whole world of spirituality that... Mm. It's like something that I I didn't even realize was missing. Mm -hmm. And I grew up in a religious household, so my view of spirituality was just, I didn't resonate with it. Yeah, churchy, (laughs) religious, which nothing wrong with. Like there's something for everybody. Um, It just didn't resonate with me. It was like something is missing from this. Like what is missing? And she opened this door to energy and crystals and tarot and astrology and all these things. And I was just like, okay, like, this is this is a huge part of who I am now. Mm-hmm. So that's that. how that's a short story of how I got into it. I love that. Yeah. Um, so I guess 
can you kind of tell us what is Reiki or like what is energy Absolutely. and what a session looks like? Yeah, so Reiki actually originates from Japan. Hmm. So it was founded by Dr. Usui and then was eventually brought over to the West and it's now become a pretty popular energy healing modality. There's actually a lot of energy healing modalities out there, but Reiki just happens to be one of the more popular ones. Um, So yeah, essentially what it is, is it's Reiki is another term for life force energy. And so what I'm doing as a Reiki practitioner is I'm sending life force energy to the person laying on the table. And yes, life force energy. Life force. Yes. I'm thinking like Star Wars. <laughs> it is kind of like Star Wars in a way. But um, so, yeah, so what I'm doing as a practitioner is I'm helping balance out their energetic body. And so when we are holding on to traumas, whether that's macro traumas or micro traumas, and we don't have a way of releasing it or processing it fully, it sits latent in our body and can cause energetic blockages. And this can manifest as several different ways it can manifest as feeling stuck in your career feeling stuck in your relationships health issues that's a really big one for Mm -hmm. energetic blockages Mm -hmm. and so what reiki is doing is it's helping moving that out of the body bringing the body back to its natural state of health and wellness and everybody experiences it a little bit differently. So I like to do hands-on Reiki. So when they're on the table, I'm actually placing my hands on their body to help move the energy. Mm-hmm. Usually I have like music playing in the background. It's a very relaxing and meditative experience. And a lot of clients experience, you know, colors, visions, some deep insights about themselves and about their past. A lot of people cry. There's a lot of beautiful mm-hmm. emotional releases. I welcome crying in my space. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the gist of it. That's like, yeah, a very, that's very, brief. yeah, that's like how, what I experienced. Mm-hmm. And I would, you know, we asked Kim the same question on the podcast last week, but do people ever fall asleep? Yes. Cause it's so meditative. <laughs> people fall asleep. <laughs> and I always tell people like, if you fall asleep during the Reiki session, just trust that that's what your body needs. Mm-hmm. What's so cool about Reiki is I don't really have to do anything to change the intensity of it. It kind of does it for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just serving as a vessel. So I, best way I can describe it is I'm kind of like a straw. So the energy is moving through me and going to the person. So they're not receiving any of my like personal energy mm, and I'm not taking awesome. on any of their personal energy. So it's just to them and it's the perfect amount of intensity, whatever your body is seeking in that moment in time. So if you fall asleep, I think that's great. You needed sleep and so your body fell asleep. I think that's interesting that you say that about you're actually not giving any of your energy or taking theirs on. Cause mm-hmm. I think a lot of service providers do take on people's energy. Absolutely. So yeah. do you ever feel drained after a session? It's very rare. Um, I'm very particular about energetic boundaries. Okay. So I make sure to clear myself daily. I always visualize white light when I'm working with the client to protect mm-hmm. my energy and to protect their energy. I would say, you know, I get drained if I'm going through a lot personally and Mm -hmm. it can be really challenging to hold space for other people. But for the most part, no, I actually feel really lit up in my work. So I don't ever really go home drained. Thank goodness. It's such a blessing. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This could be a field I could do. (laughs) Right? I know. I know. We all struggle with draining jobs. Yeah. Um, So when you say you clear yourself, what does that mean? Like, what do you do? Can we clear ourselves ourselves? Absolutely. (laughs) It's so visualization is actually really powerful. So a simple technique that I like to teach a lot of my clients is you can literally visualize like white light around you, kind of Mm -hmm. like a force field. And so like if you're having a conversation with somebody and they're like 
speaking very negatively or they are, you know, yelling at you or whatever the situation is, you can literally visualize that white light and imagine their words and their energy bouncing off that white light and sending it back to them. So visualization can be really powerful. I also like to use tools such as Sage and Palo Santo. Mm, yeah. So if which we meant to bring today. <laughs> which we did meant to bring, but meant to bring, but we did forget, but it's fine. Um, so yeah, the smoke can actually help clear out okay. the energy of your body. And um, so a little pro tip for all of you that aren't familiar with Sage and Palo Santo. So the Palo Santo is just going to clear negative energy. So it's a very gentle cleansing tool. Whereas the sage, I like to describe it as kind of like energetic bleach. It's going to remove everything. So like it's going to neutralize the energy. So sage is really good to have if you've had like a super negative experience or if you're cleansing like a home and you Mm want to neutralize the energy. Especially at the beginning. Yes. So for Reiki, I actually just work with Palo Santo because I don't want to clear out any of the good energy, just the bad energy. I sort of say, yeah, I gravitate to Palo Santo. And it's much lighter. Yeah, maybe I don't know if it's the smell or the yeah. way it looks or something. I'm the same. Um, but I don't gravitate to sage as much. Maybe yeah. that's why. But I'm glad to know that one's a little bit more moderate mm-hmm. and the other one's more <laughs> intense. <laughs> intense. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly. A good word. Exactly. Okay. Good to know. So next time we'll remember it. <laughs> Showing up is what counts. We Showing up is what counts. Exactly. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about what is energy medicine, how it can help people. Do you want to talk about maybe people's limiting beliefs and when and how you decide to add cards on or when you recommend people to get card readings how often? Yeah, so when it comes to limiting beliefs, you know, our thoughts, like I was saying at the beginning, they really like they they're emitting a certain frequency. So if you have a repeating thought coming up in your mind, you're literally sending that frequency into your body and you're kind of solidifying that in your body. So that's why your thoughts are very, very powerful. And so when it comes to tarot, they can kind of tap into that and tap into the subconscious. That's one of my favorite things about the tarot is it can pick up on those subconscious beliefs. Mm. So I would say, you know, if you're wanting to get a tarot reading and you're wondering if it's something that would be appropriate, it's really if you're feeling stuck and you just like don't know why. The tarot can kind of go a little bit deeper and tell you, you know, why you might be feeling stuck, the energy behind that, and then how to undo that belief. Um, and then it can kind of show you like next steps and how to get out of your situation. So that's kind of where tarot can, you know, really play a role. And um, it's really about bringing those aware that awareness to those thoughts to help mm-hmm. shift them. Yeah, I feel like I've heard someone say, go to tarot when you have like a repeating question mm-hmm. or thought yeah you know like i, I kind of think i should leave my job but i'm not sure and it right. just is like on your mind constantly yeah you know something that's like repeating and you just can't seem to absolutely come to it because i've also heard like medit when you meditate just sitting and saying what do i need to hear universe, right or something yeah intuition like is super powerful and that's another thing that tarot does it can help confirm that intuition so if your mind that's and your like intuition is like oh my gosh, I feel like I need to leave this job. You can pull a tarot card to confirm or deny that. And it's a really great way to tap into your intuition because when you're looking at the cards, there's a picture and a visual, kind of like the inkwalk test. It's triggering something in your subconscious that you already know. Mm-hmm. So when you're looking at a tarot card, you're kind of getting that confirmation of that answer. I think that's why I liked my reading because it was sort of confirming yeah. what I wanted to hear. Exactly. And I just kept following the opportunities. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Because you still have to make it happen. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, you can't just. That's another thing, too, is like people think like, oh, I get a reading and I'm going to know my future and then I don't have to do anything. Absolutely not true. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was the case, but unfortunately it's not. We do have to take action Busting on the things. myth. <laughs> Busting the myth. Yes. 
So what else, like when you go get a Reiki certification, if anybody's interested in getting one, mm -hmm. like what's the realm of things you learn? The energy, the cards, anything else specifically? So, in a yeah, so the it's just pure energy healing, pure Reiki. So every practitioner is a little bit different in the way that they teach. So some really dive deeper into like the chakras and the energy, heal, uh, energy um, techniques, the clearings, all of that stuff. My experience with my teacher, David, which shout out to David of Houston Reiki. He's incredible. If you want to go get certified in Reiki, I always send people to him. Okay. Um, but in my experience, it was very just basic knowledge of the energy centers, the chakras. Um, we learn energetic boundaries. We learn how to work with darker energies and protect ourselves. Um, what I really liked about my experience learning Reiki is it was the basics and the fundamentals and then we can kind of make it our own mm, so um yeah everybody everyone every teacher is a little bit different my some courses are like weeks long some are a weekend some are a day how long was yours mine was a weekend so wow. mine was a whole weekend yeah and you're so good at this i know it takes Thank practice you. but it, it's mind-blowing a lot of what it is is practice so there's like yeah. the basic knowledge of it but like 90 percent of it is practice and then adding your own magic into it Ooh, i love yeah. that do yeah. you have a future goal to train other people yourself oh my gosh i would love to you would i yes i would up. absolutely love to <laughs> and technically i am certified to teach however i like to teach with integrity yeah. and i really i want to get a couple of more years under my belt before i yeah. start teaching other people i just i think that's super important so i definitely yes one day i would one love day. to teach teaching is like my favorite Add so it to my bucket list yeah awesome. i like that you mentioned like protecting yourself from dark energy though mm -hmm. and that's why i really haven't pursued anything in the energy field yeah because i'm really sensitive about opening up my Absolutely. awareness to energy and there being a lot of darkness because yeah. i i i don't know i've heard some people experience that and so i'm like oh yeah. let's not open that channel until yeah. i can work with somebody i trust yeah and so yeah thankfully so i have that. never had any negative experiences with reiki i don't even really specialize with like dark energies or anything like that i kind i only work with light yeah so yeah and you know that's another thing i always tell people like if you do run into like negative energies or negative experiences you really do have the power in that situation and you can call on white light you know i think that we approach those situations with a lot of fear and we need to approach it with love you know yeah, that's so a good point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what's the most common thing people come to you for do you see a commonality oh. or a pattern so yes that's an interesting question because it changes and what's so cool is it always changes based off of things that i'm moving through personally Ooh, so like because yeah so you know energy attracts right so whatever i'm moving through my clients <laughs> are also moving through so i guess you can get a little taste of my life because recently <laughs> it's been love and relationships and breakups a lot of people are coming to me right now feeling really stuck in their career feeling okay. like they don't know what they're passionate about um it can be a variety of different things but yeah it's always in alignment with things that i'm moving through personally which is very interesting but i guess if there was like a common thing a lot of it is like people come in and they're just like i don't know what my soul's purpose is like mm. i feel like there's something bigger for me and i don't know what it is i just feel very lost and so then they come to desire Reiki. direction yes. yeah yeah absolutely. a meaning fulfillment absolutely all, all yeah i think a lot of people are looking yeah. for that right now for sure yeah 
I love that. So you mentioned chakras. Mm -hmm. You want to talk chakras. So we met at the Easy Heal Workshop Chakra. You want to tell us what the chakras are? And I want to know what colors they are for the listeners. So yeah, we can start with the root chakra, which is associated with the color red. The root chakra is all about our sense of safety. It's connected to money, security, um, family. It's Mm. very basic. It's connected physically to like our muscular system, our bones. Um, And then there's the sacral, which is orange. Wait, did I mention the root is red? Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) The root is red. Um, The sacral is orange, and that's connected to our sensuality, our creativity, our sexuality, um, feminine energy for women, masculine energy for men. Um, It's a very, very like sacred energy center. It's very sensitive. We tend to hold a lot of trauma in our sacral chakra. So doing sacral work can be really, really powerful. Um, And then there's the solar plexus, which is associated with the color yellow. Solar plexus um, is connected to our digestive system, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. stomach area, obviously. Um, And that's connected to our sense of power, um, our confidence, the way we assert ourselves. Um, Boundaries are kind of a big deal when it comes to the solar plexus. It's also connected to our joy. You know, people that are depressed tend to have a blocked solar plexus. and then there's the heart chakra, which is associated mm-hmm. with the color green. And the heart chakra is all about healing. It's all about love, self-love, love and relationships. Um, and that's obviously connected to the heart and our circular circulatory system, all of those fun things. And then there's the throat chakra, which is blue. It's all about self-expression, connected to obviously our throat, our thyroid, lymphatic system, all of that fun stuff. Um, and then there's the third eye, which is associated. Some people say it's indigo. Some people say it's purple. I just say purple. Yeah. Um, purple. And so it's connected to our intuition and um, our ability to see beyond the physical. And it's also connected to our thoughts and our beliefs and um, the way that we view life. I always say that if you're living from a place of fear, you usually have a blocked third eye because fear is an illusion. So if you're mm. living from a place of illusion, that can be a third eye blockage. blockage. And then, of course, there's the crown chakra. Some people associate it with purple, indigo, white. I kind of associate it with white. Yeah. yeah. Or even like a really, really light purple. Um, And that's connected to our greater purpose, our connection to something greater than ourselves, Mm -hmm. God, the universe, um, all of that. So that's a very brief rundown of yeah, the chakra system. Yeah, that was great. System. That was a really good summary. <laughs> yes, thank I'll put you. you on the spot. Thank you. So what chakra do you think most people need help with? Oh, that's a good question. Or healing on. That is such a good question. Um, I would definitely say for a lot of people, it's the solar plexus. A lot of people lack confidence in themselves. They don't believe in themselves. Um, I see that more often with women than men. Um, also, I would say the root chakra as well. A lot of people are not grounded in their bodies. Mm. Um, a lot of people have a hard time being in their bodies, being in themselves, because sometimes being a human is really uncomfortable. Yeah. And so because we're running around, running off caffeine and cortisol, we tend to be really ungrounded, causing you know, a blocked mm. root chakra. So I would say those are like the two main energy centers, at least in my practice, okay. that... Yeah, I see a lot. That's interesting. I was yeah. wondering if you were going to say throat chakra. because yeah. That's one that I've personally struggled with. And I mm. saw a lot in our yoga community. Mm-hmm. About interesting. Maybe, and it's maybe, you know, again, associated with confidence and fear. But yeah, having this fear to speak up or yeah. stand up for oneself yeah. or, you know, just things like that. And 
I don't know why sometimes I have a hard time standing up for myself. Maybe it comes from the people pleasing aspect. It can absolutely. And yeah, that's why totally. I've struggled with it. Or when I've been in relationships, speaking up for what I need in a relationship mm-hmm. in the past. And so I've definitely gotten better at it. But I and and I think it's funny that I say that. And now we're sitting here recording a podcast speaking to like right? really be vulnerable with our absolutely. voices. So I'm like, yeah. okay, we are practicing some throat chakra. <laughs> and you know what's interesting about that, Alexis? So the way that the chakra system works is it's it all all the chakras rely on one another in order to be balanced out. So if one chakra mm-hmm. is blocked, the rest, so the rest are going to be blocked. So it starts with the root and goes up from there. Mm. So usually when I see people that have a hard time speaking their truth, yes, their throat chakra is blocked, but it actually starts in their solar plexus okay. because they don't feel in their power. They don't feel like they can, can set boundaries when it comes to people pleasing or they're not confident within themselves in order to speak up about the things that really matter to them or speak their truth. Because I feel like the solar plexus can represent like knowing and being in one's truth. That could be third eye too. Um, and then being able to speak on that you know i could see that relies on like it definitely a connected yeah, yeah exactly flow and interconnected so it's all, inter- it's all interconnected yes mm-hmm. yeah i also yeah the the root is like the basic needs i think when i came in i was also told you that i was having back pain or i have like mm, yes. a disc or whatever and so you know sometimes i think if you have pain in a certain area working yeah. around those areas and those chakras absolutely because maybe you have a root or a sacral blockage mm-hmm. and that's also causing the back pain is that mm-hmm. a fair statement kind of connecting physical to emotional Absol- mental oh my gosh 100 okay. i am a huge believer that every physical ailment has an energetic root cause Ooh. so addressing that Can energetic- you say that again <laughs> every, every physical, physical ailment has an energetic root cause Ooh, i love that so yeah it's always it always stems from the energy or the emotion that's connected to that energetic thing going on spot on yeah i always think we need think we need to go fix the physical thing or like take the probiotic but maybe we just need to like work with our emotions 100 (laughs) percent, 100 percent. and i actually have experienced that for myself like for example i used i struggled with digestive issues my entire life like could never get it under control and did all the things did all the wellness things bone broth probiotics diets, all the things. And it wasn't until that I really felt secure within myself Mm. and could actually remove that fear of being seen that my digestive issues went away. That's crazy. So yeah, that's something that I really like to emphasize in my practice. And with your health clients. Yeah, absolutely. And that's actually the really like the foundation of what I work on when I'm working with health coaching clients is yeah, we do address the physical and we do help get you physically healthy from a nutritional standpoint. But more so we address some of the emotional root causes behind your health issues and so when we combine those two modalities together it can be really powerful oh my gosh and so if they want to work with you just from a health coaching perspective i mean do that is that also through your website yes so it's going to all be on my website um, healingwithcarly.com you can book a free consult there and we'll talk about your health issues and what we can do about it okay yeah (laughs) because we we could totally go down a rabbit hole with health but we'll send them there for now because if they want that duo and that combination and connectedness they should they should come see you so we talked about chakras and we i've had the opportunity to go to some of your sound baths so i want to talk a little bit about sound medicine what are sound bowls yeah 
What is the sound bath? What is it doing for you? And tell us how yours are related to the chakras. Yeah, so sound healing is something that I recently got into. I've always been into it, but I recently purchased my own sound bowls. Um, just because it's been such a insane, I've had so many insane benefits myself. So I'm like, I have to bring this to my practice. So the sound bowls are made from crystal mm. and they have kind of like a rough, they're kind of have like a rough sandy edge. So whenever you t- uh, tap them or brush the mallet against them, they create this beautiful sound. And all of the bowls, so there's seven bowls usually in a set and they're all attuned to the different energy centers in your body. Mm-hmm. So um, when you're playing the bowl, it's gonna help balance out that energy center. So for example, if you're gonna if you're gonna play the root chakra bowl, that's going to directly affect your root chakra and help you feel more grounded. So that's what the sound is doing. And the really cool thing about sound is sound is a frequency and it's actually interacting with the water in our body. So we're mm-hmm. mostly water, right? Yeah. So when you're playing that sound, it's quite literally moving water around in your body. So that's why some people feel like really emotional or even have like certain memories come up because because that energy is being moved in their body and it's being activated and so your subconscious is picking up on it and so you kind of experience it and relive it Mm -hmm. in the sound bath if that makes sense. So um, there's tons of benefits. They are really great for calming down the nervous system, helping you, they help with sleep, they can help with inflammation, they can help with pain. Um, From a spiritual perspective, they can help open up your intuition, they can help bring more awareness to your body and to yourself. Um, Of course, they can help, you know, with emotional releases, help move trauma, um, or any kind of stagnant energy. One of my favorite benefits of the sound bowls is they actually help you step or tap into that theta brainwave state Mm, so you're not exactly asleep but you're not awake either so it's like this beautiful in between where you kind of feel like you're floating and like traveling in the ethers but you're still conscious i've had some pretty insane experiences during sound bath (laughs) and that theta brainwave state is really beautiful because that's where all your self-healing happens so i'm a big believer that the body can heal itself if we give the tools that it needs and so when you're sitting in that beautiful state you're allowing the body to work for you and do its thing. So mm. the sound bowls are helping do that. Um, That's for my you. current favorite obsession of a like a meditation. Yeah. So <laughs> as I always say, I'm really not great at like sitting and meditating. So yeah. I usually go seek out some sort of meditative experience, yeah. whether that's walking, acupuncture, mm-hmm. even massage, PMF, sound bowls. So yeah. sound bowls is my current favorite one because yeah. you told me in the last one I was in with you, bring a journal and like journal if something comes up or after. And so I kind of journal a little bit after yours mm-hmm. about what came up for me. And then when I went to Haley's like the next week or two, I actually got up, like not up, but I journaled throughout it a few times. Oh, nice. Because as ideas that's were so flowing cool. to me or reflections were flowing to me, I felt like writing it down. Yeah. And that's how when you're getting that focus state or in a really meditative state, like things come to you. Because mm. it's really hard to be like a creative or you know, even just be innovative when you're constantly go, go, go. Absolutely. So the stopping and the stillness and the, the reflection and the quiet without distractions, TV, phone is when your best thoughts and ideas come through. Absolutely. I feel like in healing even. Yeah, because you're connected to yourself. 
Exactly. And you're connected to something greater than yourself as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, yeah, it really creates that sacred space for you to really tap into that. So that's mm-hmm. so awesome. I'm glad you did that. Yeah, I'm going to come back. You might see me be like, Yeah, up. no, I Turn love up. that. I mean, I, I also love that. sometimes like I maybe just almost like want to fall asleep because yeah. I just need that version of healing. Because like you said, it's 100%. that may be what my body needed. Mm-hmm. So I can, I'm, I'm enjoying kind of just experiencing what I need that's through so the sound cool. bath. But I will say it is a pet peeve when other people fall asleep and start snoring. Oh, my gosh. I I've had that happen. I cannot. I'm like, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like I feel like I feel for them, but at the same time, I'm like, um, now you're keeping me awake. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It can be hard to tune those things out for sure. I know, I know. But I understand completely. And it's cool that they fell asleep, honestly. Like yeah. good for them. Maybe yeah. like p- my part of my personal anger is I wish I had. You yeah. know? <laughs> there we go. It's Some self-awareness there. <laughs> So fun. So yeah, I'm really enjoying the sound. Bath. I love that you do that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and you were telling me last time too that you, I was asking you, do you go in order of the chakras? But you said you take more of an intuitive approach. Yeah. So I like to play the bowls very intuitively. So really weird thing that happens. Don't ask how or why, because I literally couldn't tell you. <laughs> but when I'm playing, I'll usually hear the note that I'm supposed to play next. So I like so kind of hear it in my mind. And then I'm like, OK, I'm going to play the third one now. And then I just kind of flow and go with it. It's a meditative experience for me. And um, that's kind of how I play. And it also, that. too, like, I'm also tuning into the energy of the room. So it is in a way I'm playing for the people that are receiving. So whatever they're all in need of in that moment in time, that's what the bowls are gonna present to them. I love that. You yeah. remind me of a musician that is oh. creating a song and they like kind of hear the next note they need to play. This is what you remind me of. Maybe you'll be a musician like further down hey, the line. Or life. maybe I was a musician in my past life. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I also love the sound bowls from the health coach perspective because yeah. it shifts you into your parasympathetic nervous system and absolutely we touched on that a little bit in a few podcasts yeah but that's so hard to do in our day and age so hard with all the yeah. stress it's very and rare that we are able to tap into yeah. that yeah yeah so it's yeah. really great for that so it's a mm-hmm. good opportunity so they're gonna and those are on your website too yes those are on my website okay. instagram as well i'm always oh, yeah. promoting those on instagram so yeah love that so tell us and you know maybe in the last five minutes let's talk about your wellness routine yeah so mine every day is different for me i have a very my schedule is like just all over the place um but i try to implement a couple of things throughout my day to really help balance out my body and get my mind in a right place so i always prioritize walking like first thing in the morning i get up and i go for a walk try to get some sun in my face and it just sets me up for the day it makes me feel good it helps me get some movement in it gets some vitamin d from it Mm -hmm. and it just helps me kind of like get my thoughts together and, and get myself ready for the day um I do that. I'm a big advocate of strength training. I do that Ooh, and throughout my wellness routine. That. Oh, okay. yeah. No, I think all women need to do some form of strength training. I'm I into mean, it right now, too. Yeah, it's so underrated. Um, but it's it's incredible no and it doesn't take this. much. And yeah, no, and doesn't take much. Um, so I try to do that, you know, a couple of times a week um, when I have the time. And then I'm all about self-reflection and journaling. So like, 
part of my routine right now has been pulling a couple of cards and then journaling on like what comes up for me and how it's playing out in my life. That's been a really um, It'd be so fun to be able to pull cards for yourself. Oh my gosh, it's so fun. Tool. And anybody can do it. You don't okay. have to be an energy healer. You don't have to be a tarot reader. Like anyone can go grab a deck of cards and when you use say them. a deck of cards, so people don't go grab you know Jack Queen Kings. <laughs> what what are they looking for? Like tarot or is yeah, it called something else? So it, it depends. Um, it what depends. Kind of you can go to like a local crystal shop. They usually have a variety of different oh. cards that you can choose from. Um, so the tarot the rider weight tarot deck is traditional tarot so that's like what you'll usually see in the movies that's you know that traditional tarot or there's oracle cards which can oracle, be a little bit more right. yeah those are a little bit more lighter i kind of wish i brought those today but you know the tarot had to speak so whatever <laughs> um, so they're a little bit lighter they have a little bit they have easier messages to understand and they always come with a booklet um okay. so i always recommend oracle cards for people that are just like getting into it yes okay yeah maybe i'll start with that and yeah then I'll level up yes the yeah yeah so that's a little bit about my wellness training i also really really prioritize sleep sleep is like so key for me that's a non-negotiable non-negotiable for me 100 <laughs> percent. yeah yeah so a few quick rapid fire questions um if it's raining what do you recommend for what uh, for movement for your walk yeah that's a great question so i'm lucky that i live in an apartment and i always go like on the treadmill, treadmill and do okay, like an same. incline walk or something or if you don't have access to a treadmill stretching mm. um sometimes i will literally like use that opportunity to clean so that i'm like Ooh, moving around yeah. and productive cleaning my apartment um or even just stretching light yoga you can get creative with it you know when it comes to movement, it doesn't always have to be walking. So yeah, I'll usually find something to do around my apartment or I'll go just walk on the yeah, treadmill. I just gym. asked that because we're starting to move into the rainy and like yeah, winter season. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. like, ah, panic. I don't know if yeah. I can get like my everyday sunshine in. I know. It's yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Yeah. And oh, then well. <laughs> stretch instead. Come to our yoga. Come to our sound bath. We'll reset you. There you go. Uh, what do you eat for breakfast? Like, Oh my gosh. So I've had the same breakfast for probably like three years now. I love that. I'm, so a, woman of I'm a super simple gal. I okay protein is like another wellness non-negotiable for me I think <laughs> a lot of women under eat protein mm -hmm. and it's a very underrated thing like I feel like we spend way too much money on like supplements I'm like just increase your protein you'll feel better I promise mm -hmm. um so I do like a protein smoothie so I usually do like whey protein with ice banana peanut butter almond milk blend that up drink it and then of course my coffee that's your usual that's my usual and that's my like go-to and coffee okay. yeah okay yeah. super simple but it keeps me full it gets the job done it's tasty yeah. i'm a creature of habit i almost always make the same breakfast too and i was into smoothies for a while and then now i'm kind of into opals Ooh, yeah. but with some of those same things you're talking about yeah. and it's so funny so i was kind of asking that because i remember in the chakra workshop we talked about whatever chakra you kind of need healing in you could also eat yes. those foods so if you feel like you need to work on self-love eating mm -hmm. your greens mm -hmm. um and crown we talked about white and how it can help if you're kind of very feeling very airy and all over the place yeah. you could also ground with some white foods yeah if i'm saying that correctly yeah so that would i would actually if you're feeling really airy root chakra is going to be super important so red foods even like beets. like beets um any kind of root vegetable even carrots sweet potato anything that's going to ground you um those so like what are the like vegetables. what are the like beige and white foods doing for me um it's opening up your crown it's um it's a very you know it's white is very pure so it can be like very purifying um it's kind of opening you up I would say like, okay, so little pro tip, you know, if, if you're wanting to open up your upper chakras and open up your crown, you're actually gonna wanna focus on your root because if you're already all the way up in the air, then you're not gonna be able to like get anything out of it because you're just gonna be floating all over the place. So you wanna ground so mm -hmm. that you can access your intuition from 
not only like a safe place energetically but just yeah. a more like grounded and clear place i just something about the oatmeal or like greek yogurt recently they're that. beige and white and i don't normally like white foods in general but yeah. they feel so grounding to me in the morning yeah interesting well they might just be opening you up for the day okay maybe. opening you up giving you inspiration <laughs> so you alexis you're already winning because oh, maybe yeah. you're already grounded okay i was like i don't feel called to red <laughs> foods in the morning unless you count strawberries no, then you're probably already you're doing it you're doing it so you're you're already there so don't even worry about it <laughs> i love that so last question for you carly what does wellness mean to you oh wellness what does wellness mean to me wellness really is just living and alignment with your soul body mm. mind and spirit so ultimately i really do believe that self-love is at the core of that because when you truly love yourself you're naturally going to give your body what it needs whether that's rest whether that's an apple <laughs> whether that's <laughs> movement sleep when you really love yourself you're more likely to be attuned to your body mm. and honor your body signals so I believe that that's really what wellness is all about. I also believe that wellness is about connection. It's about community. It's about growth, growing yourself, becoming the best version of yourself really is what it's all about. Yeah, um, I like alignment with your soul. Yeah. That's a new one. I'm all about that. it. I'm all about it. So where can we find you? So you can find me on my website. It's healingwithcarly.com. You can also find me on Instagram at healingwithcarly. Um, and we'll come yeah. see you in your new space. Yes, Can't I'm wait. super excited. Starting November 1st. So cannot wait. What area of town? So it's going to be in the Heights. So it's actually Ooh. only like a seven minute drive from where I am now. So um, yeah, it's over on 14th Street in the Heights. Wow. So, I'm so excited for yeah. you. Oh, oh thank, thank you. Thank I'm super you. stoked. This is a big leap for me. And maybe, hey, maybe the card reading was for me too. Like I just, <laughs> I just let go of this. It's scary being True, on your letting own. letting go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's scary. So and I'm super excited the fear. though. We're yeah. so excited. Well, thank you so much. Thank and you. everyone go see Carly. <laughs> thank you so much, Alexis. Thank you.